So here's the question. How do active people in the Atlanta area stay pain-free and live the active, fulfilled life that they deserve at any age? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Danny Matei, and welcome to the Active Atlanta Podcast. The Active Atlanta Podcast is sponsored by Athletes Potential. At Athletes Potential, we help active adults stay that way, pain-free and active doing the sports and activities that they love for life. We do this by working on four different areas. That's movement, nutrition, stress management, and sleep. When we optimize these four areas, you feel better, you move better, and you live better for life. Head to athletespotential.com to learn how we can help you stay active for life today. What is up, Atlanta, and welcome back to the Active Atlanta podcast. I'm Doc Jake, and today we have with us um, Aubrey Kolowich, and she is a she has a fascinating background. She started off with a bachelor's degree in communication, a minor in psychology. She thought she was going to go down one route. She ended up pivoting and going into another, and now she's gone from helping a ton of people throughout Atlanta to potentially trying to grow into her own role, into her own company with her husband, and all while doing this while being 26 weeks pregnant in this, uh, to boot. So um, not afraid of taking on big challenges, and I'm super excited to have her on to the podcast. So Audrey, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jacob. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's been, it's been a long time coming to get you on here. Uh, you know, uh, so I'm finally excited. I'm excited that it's finally happening. Uh, we've actually had your husband on the show here, Jonathan, and uh, I just think it's so cool uh, what you guys are doing and, and how you guys help the community. And I mean, hell, you guys moved to a, a new area of Atlanta and now um, I'm not super familiar. It begins with an M. Where'd you move to again? It's Mableton. It's very close Mableton. to the Smyrna Vine. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So you moved to Mableton and then immediately start helping your community there uh, almost instantaneously. So um, that's awesome. And then, so if you don't mind, you have a, and you have a really cool background um, in terms of you didn't really major in the traditional route of like exercise science, but then you had a huge passion for movement and exercise being a pretty highly or pretty elite athlete yourself. And then went off into the corporate world, figured out that your passion wasn't there. And then you kind of, instead of going to your roots of where your degree was in, and then potentially just doing what the world tells you to be like, oh, well, just keep getting more degrees. Um, you're like, no, this is what I know. This is what I'm good with. And this is what I'm passionate about. And you kind of pursued the world of fitness. So kind of dive into that a little bit for us. Yes, correct. So yeah, I, uh, I was on track to do speech pathology in college. I majored in communications and minored in psychology. At Georgia State, uh, I played uh, softball there all four years, mm -hmm. and that's where I met my husband, Jonathan. He was on the baseball team. Nice. Um, so we both have a love for fitness and sports and being active every day, all day, is pretty much all we've ever known. Um, so I got out of college and realized, you know, I'm not super, super passionate about speech pathology. Do I want to go to get my master's right now, or do I want to pursue and just try something else and see where, you know, the road takes me? So... I tried the corporate world. Um, yeah. What I, did you do there? So I did recruiting for a company. I recruited uh, people to get jobs with my company, almost like a HR role. Mm -hmm. um, and that was just going from my active lifestyle to a nine to five <laughs> in a desk at a computer crushed me, <laughs> crushed my soul. Oh my gosh. Do you feel a bit uh, like a, uh, like a hamster in a hamster wheel kind of situation? <laughs> just physically. 
like mentally crushed me. Um, yeah. That was not for me. And while I was right out of college, I was still young. So I was like, you know what? On to the next. Let's find something else. Um, I heard of a great company and I still love them so much. It's called Boosterthon and they do fitness fundraising in elementary schools. Um, wonderful people. I had a great experience there and I was back to being active. I was putting on these fitness events. I was with working with kids. It was an active job. I was running around. I was loving it and um, did well there. I got promoted there, but it became another desk at a computer all day job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Me knowing myself well enough to know I'm going to give this a try, but I know I'm probably not going to enjoy it too much. <laughs> so, <laughs> with that being yeah. said, go back to your roots and you go back to what, who you are and what you know. And um, luckily, my husband was a personal trainer, and there's a family business that does uh, personal training, ColaFit. So I yeah. was able to hop in there, and um, I have been so happy with this lifestyle and career ever since. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I think, uh, I mean, what a cool company name, by the way, ColaFit. Like, <laughs> that's yeah, it's badass. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's great. So, yeah, I think, you know, it's interesting because I was, I was um, talking with somebody earlier today where um, we were kind of getting into the grind of, um, personal training and how it truly is a grind where, you know, you kind of work reverse business hours. So, you know, you're up early, uh, and then have this weird gap in your day and then you're up late, uh, training people. And then, uh, you wake up, you repeat, you're kind of like, you're hunting all the time, trying to get clients. You're trying to maintain clients. You're trying to balance all these relationships. Um, it takes a special person to be able to do that and to love to do that. So, um, and you know, and she, she was at a point where she was uh, looking for maybe a little bit more stability and everything, but, um, it, there's a lot of pros that come up from that too. You know, you're not tied to a desk. You're not, uh, you're, you're not in this like hamster wheel type of situation. So, um, was it, was there, what specifically, or are there anything like, um, outside of just like not being behind a computer screen, is there anything that you truly enjoy about the world of fitness, um, or being a, a trainer, uh, versus, corporate America where you get like all the benefits of, uh, being with a, you know, a corporate or a, like, you know, a, uh, fortune 500 company or, or whatever the case may be. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, don't get me wrong. All those things are great too. And having sure all the benefits and, um, perks that come with that. I, those yeah. Are, um, but for me, and especially at that age in my mid twenties where I was, so I'm so was so willing to I I don't care I want to put aside what I want to do and I want to focus on what makes me happy kind of mindset Heck yeah yeah um, so I was that didn't bother me um, and yeah the schedule can be grueling just the times like you said or you're, you know you're training in there before people go to their nine to fives and you're in there in the evening after they're off from their nine to five yeah um, this year has been you know tough but great in a sense that that schedule kind of stopped almost because yeah oh that's interesting yeah and no one's going to their jobs out they're working from home they can come on their lunch break they can come later mm. in the morning so this year has been kind of good for that but um yeah but yeah so it's been it's been it's been great it was worth that to me to feel fulfilled and happy to leave those things like benefits and perks um just 100 percent. yeah oh absolutely i think uh and i think what's important there is that you, you recognize very quickly what you didn't like or what you didn't want to do. And you pivoted to try to go find what that was. And, uh, you're landing here in the, in the, not landing as in recently. <laughs> um, but like 
you landed in the world of fitness and uh, you feel fulfilled and passionate and all that fun stuff. So uh, what is, um, and that all that fun stuff as if to dismiss it, like that's very important, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, super important. And uh, there's plenty of people who waste decades of their life just, just feeling not doing what they're passionate about. So um, what, um, what aspects, is there a certain style of training that you like? Is it, um, you know, do you like cardio? Do you like strength training? Do you like mixing it up? What's, what's kind of like your area of expertise in the world of fitness, would you say? Absolutely. So I do love mixing it up. And I think it depends a lot on the client and who you're working with. And it's important to take in consideration what their goals are as you create programs and also take into consideration what they enjoy and making sure that they're enjoying those workouts. So yeah. Um, weight training for sure. Strength training. I love my favorite. Um, but I love, you know, adding in hit style workouts. Um, I have clients who just love cardio and love to get their butt kicked from sprinting yeah. and stuff like that. I love incorporating cardio. Uh, I'm really open to any and all aspects. Um, but I've learned that, you know, you really have to take in consideration what can they get out of it? Do, do they enjoy, you know, this more than that? And, you know, you know, do what you need to do to get them to hit their goals, but um, also learn what, what do they like? You're there for them too. Yeah. You know, it's, it's walking a fine line for sure of like, you're the expert, right? And especially, uh, you know what you need to do or like you hear their goals. You're like, okay, yeah, that seems like a pretty realistic goal that we can do. You know how they could get there, right? right. Like in your brain, you immediately go to like, okay, here's how we can do it. But humans are so much more complex than that, you know? So it's like, okay, uh, well, this route involves a ton of resistance training and you hate anytime your hands have a barbell on them. So how can we kind of sneak, how can we sneak that into your training program to make sure that you're still hitting the goals that you want and still enjoying it at the same time? Absolutely. Um, Cause I think, you know, uh, the world's super busy. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of things that kind of pull your attention away. There's a lot of things that kind of take out of you, you know, if you will. Um, and that time in the gym or that time where you're kind of working out or training, that's supposed to be for you. That's supposed to be your time. So, um, of course, you know, there's people, you need to do things that you don't like to do sometimes, but you shouldn't be waking up just dreading going to the gym every day. If you are, you need to find a new trainer because they're not listening to you. Um, or, uh, you know, just finding a different modality type or, or at least having that conversation with your trainer. Cause sometimes trainer, I'm sure you've had this kind of happen to you. You had no idea. Be like, what? You don't like this? Like I... <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> There's plenty sure. of things we can do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Absolutely. It happens. You just got to learn and ask questions and listen and um, yeah. you know, go in. Yeah. If it, I'm trying to make it a more of a focus of what can I do for them? How can I serve that client and help them reach their goals, but also make it enjoyable and fun and look, have them look forward to coming in for their workout. For sure. Yeah. And then, um, okay. So say uh, I'm like Audrey. I'm ready to come in and get a workout in, uh, or start a new training program. Um, I haven't like, uh, either, or like what would be, what would be like, what's the first step for you? What would, uh, what would that look like? What yeah. do you like to do? Um, I like to just come in and have a conversation. First of all, spend mm -hmm. time learning about them, listening to their goals, where their fitness level is at now, where they have been, where would they like to go? Um, you know, ask them what they enjoy doing. And then, um, you know, they're already coming in. Um, when you're coming into a personal trainer, to, you're asking for help because, you know, you're being vulnerable saying like, I want to change this about myself or I want to do um, my body to, you know, look like this or whatever. So um, you're already, you know, being so open and vulnerable coming in asking for that help. So 
I just like to hear them out and let them know that they're heard and like, I'm here to help you basically. Um, and then we'll go into like a fitness eval and just see where they're at. I just like to see how their body moves that first time. Like where, where are we on a fitness level? I don't want to throw you through anything crazy right off the bat. If you're, you know, just a beginner, um, but yeah. you know, you're a boss. That's awesome. Like I love, to see you. <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah. just got to like, fill them out listening and just, watching the first few sessions of where we're at i think yeah that's super cool and i i could imagine that your background in psychology comes in handy in those first couple sessions as well for sure <laughs> so yeah, yeah as you know this too probably from what you do uh, you know those training sessions can become therapy sessions you know you're you're with sure. people, some people you know five times a day or excuse me not five times five times a week for an hour you really get to know people and mm -hmm. it's you know, becomes a therapy session in a good way. You learn to listen and um, this is their time. Like you said, this is their time to get away from work and family kids and have an hour dedicated to their workout, feeling good about themselves and, you know, mm -hmm. venting. <laughs> venting yeah. Stuff. Um, For sure. So, yeah, I mean, I think just being a good listener has, has, um, has definitely, you know, strengthened, I think my, my, um, uh, personal training abilities. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Sounds, but <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think that's dumb at all. And, and a matter of fact, like I, there's a really good buddy of mine. His name is Brett Bartholomew. And he's, he's, that's what he's all about is, uh, is communication and improving your ability to communicate to the world. Uh, you know, he kind of like, uh, cut his teeth in the world of strength and strength and conditioning. But I mean, truly like communication is important no matter where you're at and, uh, being able to listen, that's a skill set without a doubt. Uh, I mean, I was just having a conversation with somebody today and it's, it's, it's funny, like once you know, like uh, different communication strategies and techniques and because uh, it truly can be like technique driven, which is kind of weird to think about, You're, like open this whole Pandora box. But um, you start picking up on, on different pieces of communication. And uh, man, like I can just tell this guy wasn't listening to what I was saying, uh, you know, interrupting some things or like, um, you know, uh, was not taking listening to like always already ready to jump into like his next story and everything versus listening. And, and, and that's fine. You know, like it wasn't a super like important conversation. So it was fine with me, you know, but, um, but when somebody's being vulnerable, uh, especially that first inter that first time you're, you're working with somebody, man, it, the ability for you just to sit there and like, shut up essentially and, and listen and yeah. not try to be the expert on their situation, but just let them tell you their situation that will inevitably make you a better trainer. You're going to get better buy-in. And, and buy-in is not a bad word by any means. Like you're just going to get better like commitment out of your person that you're working with. Right. Um, better buy-in, better results, better, uh, better trust that gets established mm -hmm. there. Like they're going to feel heard. And like you said, I love that you talked about like that word vulnerability because that when you do reach out to a trainer, regardless of how big of a deal you make it or not, like that is a, a point of vulnerability for a lot of people, for most people, I would argue. And, uh, you know, you're kind of reaching out for help. And I think that is, I think that's a, as an important factor or, and it's really cool when you want to take a step back and be like, Holy shit, like this person is a badass in every aspect of their life. And they're, and they come to me for help. They're like, and I would love to do that. You know, like I'd love to help them in like this one area that they feel a little weakened or a little insufficient in like, that's a cool power to be in, you know? Absolutely. I totally agree. It, it truly is. There's some really amazing, amazing clients that I have who are, you know, owners of their companies and just rocket in their career. And they're so dedicated to working out. And I'm just like that, that one little piece of their day. 
Um, and that's a really cool feeling that I get to, to help them. Um, so you're totally right. I love that. Yeah. And then like, um, so do you, do you do a lot of, um, like barbell training? I, I would assume so, obviously, like, uh, with your clients. And then do you notice, like, is there, is that a hard conversation or is there ever a hesitancy? Maybe you have like somebody who's been riddled with injuries or somebody who is, who doesn't have a ton of work under a barbell. Um, is there ever like that moment of hesitancy that you got to kind of get over? Yeah, for sure. Um, I love to use the barbell and I love weight training and I love using what I've been taught, you know, you know, starting in college, that's how we trained. And, um, but there are, and I would say more so than not people who have never touched a barbell who come in Mm-hmm. And, um, or, you know, grab a couple light dumbbells here and there, which is fine too. But, um, starting from square one and who, you know, are afraid of the quote unquote big weights or the big things like yeah. a, a men would pick up, um, yeah. you know, and just trying to tell them like their biggest, they're always like, am I going to bulk up, you know, for, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> you, know, you just gotta, you gotta give them the confidence and using the equipment and show them how. Um, yeah benefits and like you know uh, not to get them to a place where they're not nervous or scared to use those types yeah of so yeah that happens all the time <laughs> I bet I think that's cool you know I think um one I don't know how long it's going to take for the world to be able to beat into the beat into people's brains that like lifting weights don't make you bulky uh, <laughs> you know just like <laughs> the, the sheer fact of like grabbing a, a barbell is not going to all of a sudden give you massive like biceps or something yeah. you know? <laughs> There's so guys true. who have lifted their entire lives and they are not bulky. So no, it's so true. It's so true. Yeah, yeah. it's it's funny, but uh, we'll get there eventually. But um, yeah, you know what I think is really cool about what you do is the fact that you do incorporate the barbell in a lot of your training. Because here's what I've noticed, um, and so you know, I was a uh, I've coached in a bunch of different areas, and one of them I was fortunate enough to coach in um this gym called stat wellness in uh west midtown area um predominantly female gym you know it's not it's not female exclusive by any means um but and i'm painting with a very broad stroke here and i and i, and I don't mean this in an offensive way but um they uh, most of the time like there's not a lot of resources for women to be able to go and learn how to use a barbell without like you know feeling insecure or like having to like kick a guy off a squat rack which can be intimidating or um, you know, just to, or did not have like, what, what is it called? Like a man stare? Is that what it's called? Or man, like, what, like, uh, just like having dudes stare at you all the time. What is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Male, male gaze. That's what I'm thinking of. Like, yes, uh, yes. Like male gaze directed your way. So like, um, outside, you know, I think CrossFit, if you love it or hate it, the one thing that it's done a really good job at is giving women an opportunity to, to like feel confident with a barbell in their hands and know that that's okay for them to train like that as well. Um, but then also like outside of that, there's not a ton of resources for, uh, women to get a barbell in their hands. So um, I think that's really cool that you incorporate that and make that a main mission of yours and a lot of your training, regardless of how comfortable the person is, because, you know, it was really cool uh, for me. And I'm sure you see this too, like seeing that progression of like timidness and, and fear of a barbell to all of a sudden, like looking forward to it and having like, uh, you know, like getting excited about PRs and being, and being like, Oh, look how awesome my deadlift is now. Like, or look how much weight I just lifted. Like, that's yeah. So true. Yes, absolutely. You're so right. But that's a great point. There aren't that many resources out there. And other than when you go in and ask the trainer how to do things, it can be intimidating for a woman to go to a big gym, you know, like a 
yeah, LA Fitness or something like that. And try to pick up a barbell when most men are on the equipment. Um, and yeah. I, totally, I totally understand why there's that, that fear there if you've never used it before and you don't know how to perform the exercises in a big public place like that. I, I totally mm-hmm. point on that. Yeah. Cause it's, it's intimidating for a lot of guys too. Let's not, let's not try to, let's not brush that <laughs> over the road. There's uh, it's just, it's, it's just in a different way. Like, um, yeah. cause man, like I know I would see it all the time, especially like in college, that was probably my last like time at a like uh, traditional gym, I would say was um, at a university, but um, there'd be guys all the time giving girls like unsolicited advice on lifting and like, <laughs> And yeah. it's never wanted. I don't know. Has, has that ever been something that a girl has ever gone to the gym? No. Like, man, I hope some dude comes over and like teaches me how to pick this weight up. Like, <laughs> no, not at all. It's no, no, they weren't. <laughs> I remember it happened to me one time. It was with, it was with rowing. And, uh, I was, I was doing, I was, it was like a C2 rower. And, uh, this guy, he was on the, he was on the rowing team for Ohio university. Apparently you started to give me all these technique cues on rowing, which, you know, it's look, man, like I'm sure my road doesn't look great right now, but I'm just trying to get a, I'm, I'm just trying to get sweaty. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to get a workout in right now. Oh, absolutely. People think they, they have the nerve to come up and tell you what they, what they think about your situation. It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It blows me away. So speaking about personal uh, people's personal situations, how has it been for you uh, to train while pregnant and kind of going through pregnancy? Has that been just like a whirlwind of experiences for you? Yes. Um, so first trimester was, I'm not going to lie, awful. I was so nauseous the entire time. Like I was, I was vomiting four to five times a day. It was brutal. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I went the longest that I've been in years without being able to work out. I want to say I was like three weeks to a month where anytime I tried physical activity, I would run to the bathroom like it yeah <laughs> i'm still on nausea medicine now i'm way better than i was um nice so it's it's crazy to see the transition that was first trimester second trimester hit i'm a totally different person my energy level is insane it's more than it normally was when i'm not pregnant i'm have wow. so much energy i'm working out way more than i was it's definitely modified and not as intense as it should be or excuse me, like, like it should be. Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm in a great place now where I want to be active. I feel great when I work out and I'm so much better than that first trimester for sure. Isn't that wild? It's like a, it's like a switch goes off and you're like, Oh shit. Second trimester. Yes. I was like, can I stay here forever? This is great. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. You know, like, (laughs) I try to be mature about it, but puking is, is just a weak spot of mine, you know? So like, I, you know, my wife and I, we don't have any kids yet, but you know, I, I will take care of my wife regardless. I'll do my, I'll do what I can. I'll probably be like, you know, patting her on the back with a, with a broomstick or whatever, but <laughs> Jonathan was like, you're right there. You know, like, <laughs> it's like, be, sucks. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen like the, like the Vince Vaughn uh, Christmas, I think it's called like four Christmases. Um, yes, it's and, like the baby like pukes on, on his fiance and like, <laughs> He starts like, I'm going to do it too. Like, that's totally going to be me. Um, <laughs> but oh, like, <laughs> I could imagine actually being you and going, you know, going through that. Like, like, it's almost like people who have like a food aversion, uh, you know, like anytime they think about oranges, they puke. It was like, anytime you thought about exercising, you puke. That's wild. It is bizarre. And then trying to like technically keep it a secret until 12 weeks in front of clients every day, you know, until you hit that, 
week where you're in the more so in the clear, I should say. Yeah. And then just looking at you like, what is wrong with her? Is she have over? Like, what is? <laughs> Whenever you yeah. talk to and tell them I'm pregnant, they're like, oh, you know. That makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'll never forget. I have a really close buddy of mine and uh, you know, we work out like we hang out together like every weekend. This dude, it's pretty cool. We both live in Atlanta. Now we're both from the same small town in Ohio. Best man. In, uh, he was, I was the best man in his wedding. He was in my wedding. Like we're super close. Right. And um, I, I'll never forget like when his wife was pregnant and they finally told us, but like we knew something was up, right? Like all of a sudden, like uh, she wasn't, or his wife wasn't like grabbing wine with my wife or like, <laughs> You know, they would cancel last minute because Brittany was sick. And I was like, what? Brittany's like, Brittany's, you know, she's like us. She's healthy. She's active. She's young. Like, she doesn't just get sick. I was like, oh, you think she's pregnant? So I'm sure you weren't as sneaky as you thought you were. But. <laughs> Probably not at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, um, so, uh, so, okay. So baby, uh, you're 26 weeks pregnant. Um, what is the, what's the game plan? You're going to keep just uh, train up until pregnancy and then um or up until it's time to uh give have go into labor and yeah. then give yourself a week of rest and then get back after it or <laughs> <laughs> a week of rest yeah. so the goal of mine and what i'm saying since i feel so good right now nothing could change or anything bad yeah. <laughs> third trimester feeling wise i'm going to go until i can't go anymore like if yeah. the doctor says i need to slow down or i need to take a few weeks off leading up to giving birth, whatever, but I'm going to keep going. I, I love saying just, I need to be doing stuff and I can't, I need to yeah. relax more. Honestly, I need to be <laughs> sitting more than I am. Um, I was going to say, you I, probably feel great now because of those four weeks that you're forced to take off. You know? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> those were four weeks on the couch for sure. Um, yeah. But I plan to go as long as I can until I feel like I, physically can't um yeah or I'm, yeah or i'm advised not to um, for sure or, yeah do you feel like it's giving you a different perspective and or like changed up your training style at all with uh um how you approach like uh you with your clients yeah so and it's also very interesting i think the pandemic um you may have noticed this too there's a lot of babies coming this yeah this <laughs> and a lot I of uh, pandemic have, babies yeah i have a handful of clients due around the same time i'm due so um it's been really fun to be able to go through this with them and then also oh, I bet. Um, learn and create workout programs for them that i'm working through at the same time um so my approach has changed and i'm i have trained pregnant people, um, women who have been pregnant in the past, but I have never been through this myself. So I get it now and I get how exhausting and how sick you can feel and, um, yeah. you know, where things feel uncomfortable. I can say that I understand that physically now. So I think it's yeah. completely changed my approach, um, to helping, you know, pregnant women specifically. Yeah. Um, since I can relate now for sure. For sure. Well, there's like a huge difference between, there's a big difference between sympathy and empathy right like right. you can you can have sympathy for somebody because they're like i will never be able to truly emphasize with somebody uh who's pregnant because i i just can't get pregnant myself you know like i you know i could like it's just impossible for me to but i can have i can sympathize and i can i can be uh i can understand to a degree right and 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 uh, change my uh, approach on things but um you're right there's just 
there's just nothing like experience <laughs> that is going to allow you to like truly understand what somebody's kind of going through. So sure. um, I would think that'd be uh, incredibly interesting from your perspective. Cause I know you've worked with pregnant people in the past. So like, and are doing so now. So to be able to have that experience firsthand with them uh, firsthand and, and it just gives you a different life look at your clients now. Absolutely. So it makes a ton of sense. Definitely. Yeah. Help, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then one last thing I kind of want to get into here, cause I do want to be respectful of your time is uh, you and your husband started your own fitness company, uh, Atlanta Fit Couple, correct? Correct. Yes, we did. Yeah. So, so then what is that all about? What was kind of the inspiration there? And then uh, what do you hope to do with that? Yeah, for sure. So um, this year has, or I guess we're in a new year. 2020 was a crazy year, as everyone knows. Yeah. Um, and come March and April, you know, our gym was shut down and it was a very scary time. Um, thankfully we were, we were okay. And, um, we made it through and it started to pick up towards the back end of the year. But throughout that time, being at home a lot, we had just bought a house and, mm -hmm. um, you know, we were able to open back up, but there's still never the certainty that it won't happen again and we'll yeah. get shut down again. So you kind of got to do what you got to do. You start getting creative while you're at home a lot. So for sure. Yeah. Um, we, and I should say my husband really did a fantastic job. We turned our two garage, um, two car garage into a really badass gym. Um, oh, it's really a badass gym for sure. If you guys haven't seen it, like go look up their Instagram handle. We'll give you this at the end, but it is an awesome home gym. Yeah. So we have turf in there. We have a squat rack. We have kettlebells, dumbbells. We have tires, slide board, um, TRX, really everything in anything that we could get creative with and, th and think that could fit in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything but the cars, right? <laughs> right. Right. Except I can't park in the garage anymore. So there's that. Right. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'll give it up. Um, right. but, you, know, you gotta do what you gotta do these times. And we got creative with it and you know, we have been able to, uh, you know, continue with ColoFit, but also be able to expand um, and train people out of our gym at home, which is yeah. convenient. Um, but also, it's a great opportunity for us to train people who don't want to go into gym settings right now, who still, you know, um, and, and a lot of people do, uh, don't want to go into those gym settings. So it's a great safe environment, um, kind of for one on one there, we do some groups in here. But um, uh, I think just a smaller space kind of gave that opportunity to continue to be able to train and do our jobs and make our income um, from our home. So we started that yeah. this year um, or 2020. And then um, we also created an Instagram ATL foot couple where we're posting like nutrition and um, workouts and just um, trying to get creative and have fun since we were at home so much this past yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. And, um, kind of expand that. We hope to keep building on that for sure. Yeah, you can't give you and Jonathan too much free time. You're going to fill it with something, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then like, and yeah, I think uh, you touched on, uh, sure, the COVID, like uh, from, a, from you want to talk about like either from a financial standpoint, like look, like bills don't stop just because uh, because exactly. COVID's here, right? Um, exactly. But um, also, I mean, you filled a need for a lot of people. Like people have, like uh, people have fitness goals just because COVID's here doesn't mean those stop or um, you know, it doesn't mean that they want to get better. If anything, like now's a, a time that you should work even harder on your own health and wellness. Cause we know health, the healthier you are, the better reserves you're going to have if you do get sick and everything else. So, um, 
being able to provide that for somebody in a safe environment where it's one-on-one, there's less risk. You get the garage doors wide open. Like, um, that's a huge problem that you just solved for a lot of people and you make a lot of people's lives better because of that. So, um, I know I can say thank you for that. I know your neighbors probably thank you because of that. And everyone else that you train, um, it's finds that super valuable as they should. Yes. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's been, it's been a really great opportunity to have a great way to meet neighbors and have friends to come over and stuff. Um, Oh, heck yeah. I would love, uh, my buddy and I, um, so fun fact, my, um, buddy that I was talking about earlier, um, my good friend who lives here in Atlanta, um, I live in Smyrna, not solely because, but definitely a contributing factor. Uh, he used to live out here. Okay, yeah. And we became like neighbors, essentially, we were, like two doors down from each other. And so like, um, CrossFit Atlanta, um, they went out of business around the same time I bought my house here. So then we just bought a bunch of their gym equipment. And we put it all in my buddy's shed. And man, we probably looked like super ratchet where, you know, we just we didn't have like a squat or anything. We just pulled out a dumbbell or pulled, pulled out a barbell and was doing like deadlifts in his backyard. And like, he's in this corner a lot. So like all of our neighbors would walk by and like, look at us kind of weird. But um, it was super fun at the same time, because like, we did get a couple of neighbors that would stop by and be like, hey, can I lift with you? And be like, sure. Yeah, man, come, come work. And it just makes it a lot more of a fun environment for sure. A fun community to be a part of. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. How to do <laughs> for sure well audrey if somebody wanted to reach out and like uh and learn more about you or learn more about atlanta fit couple or what would be a great way for them to reach out to you and just kind of connect with you yeah absolutely so on instagram we're atl fit couple um and we communicate you know your direct message and stuff that way but um mm-hmm. uh, we also have our website atlfitcouple.com um mm-hmm. jonathan and i both train at cola fit so there's that as well cola yeah fit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so we're kinda several places there. Um Love it. But yeah, yeah, we uh we love what we do and we're trying to just keep it going through the pandemic times. I think we're on the, the right side up. We're we're moving in the right direction with um vaccines coming out and stuff. So I think yeah. it'll turn back over. Um just being for sure but still working hard to to get where we want to be for sure. Yeah, definitely. I get my uh, next one on Friday my lat my second one on Friday, so Hopefully, I'm not like super sick over the weekend or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, that second one's kind of getting people, but hopefully, you'll be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Even the first one kind of made me a little bit, a little bit, uh, not sick. It was like for about 24 hours, I felt just like super, like run down. It'd be like one of those days where you just don't feel good. You're still going to go do what you need to do, but it just kind of feels a little crappy. That's kind of how it was. So, I'm anticipating being sick for this one too. So, um, but yeah, well, Audrey, thank you so much for being on your uh, for being on the show. I really appreciate your time. Uh, you guys are doing awesome things for not just uh, not just Decatur or not just uh, Atlanta, but Mableton as well. Um, so keep fighting the good fight, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Thank you so much. We appreciate all you do as well, Jacob. We really appreciate it. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. If you want to find out more about our guests or about Athletes Potential and how we can help you continue to be active and pain-free in life, head over to athletespotential.com to learn more.